On today's show, what is trend jacking and how might you use it to advance your music career? This is 30 Minute Music Marketing and we're going to find out. 30 Minute Music Marketing for musicians who want to get better at marketing their music. Hi, I'm Greg. Hello, I'm Sheldon, and this is 30 Minute Music Marketing, the show for independent artists and DIY musicians who want to get better at marketing their music. Happy New Year, Greg. Happy New Year, Sheldon. It's been a while. It has been a while, and there was various sort of reasons uh, for that. I think we'd reached a certain stage in terms of lockdowns and pandemic uh, scenarios whereby we were a little bit tired. I managed to get some some part-time work and that managed to take up a lot of my time and divert me away from other activities. And the podcast, we're sorry to say, fell by the wayside. But it's 2021. We are hmm. back with renewed vigour, he said, he promised. In fact, there, there, there was even an episode that we recorded prior uh, to us stopping that we, we didn't even... Uh, even get that, out. We still got that actually, in the can, Greg. That, that is still on this hard drive at this moment. Oh, that's all. That's all right. Then that, that, that's one week. We can uh, we can put our feet up and uh, just maybe record a new introduction. Yes. So we're back for 2021. Um, the way the world is at the moment, um, things are going to be a little bit topsy turvy for a few more months yet. So I think we've got a better outlook as to what we can and maybe can't do over the next six nine. 12 months. So I, th- I think that, that allows us to put our music making activities and possibly marking activities into at least some sort of perspective. Yeah. So, um, so, so we're back, we're back on it, uh, yeah. helping you lot uh, and advising you in your, your music uh, marketing. I think the first three episodes that we've, uh, or so that we, that we've got lined up uh, for the start of this year re- relates to uh, a lot of the experiences in terms of music making that I had um, over the festive period, and also that one of my music making colleagues has had, I'm going to ask him to uh, to come oh, on the show course. because he had a top five uh, UK chart smash as an independent artist, and it'd be fun um, to, uh, as long as we bleep out certain words, to figure out. Yes, how we've got he a challenge ahead of ourselves. There, we but... have, we have, but we like challenges we and. Do. Uh, the, um, today's episode, which relates to trend jacking, directly relates to one of the side projects that I undertook over the Christmas period. And we uh, met myself and a colleague created a piece of music and a video uh, to accompany that piece of music. And the video got um, just shy of, of 400,000 views in a matter of a few short weeks. How did we do that? We used trend jacking, Greg. Yes, you did. And yes. So <laughs> I have yet to fully wake up. Uh, so yes, you, you did. It was quite funny. Uh, the the comment section you could literally write a book out of. Uh, that was was one of the most entertaining parts. So, Colin and Sheldon, what actually is trend jacking? Well, in order to give you a, a clear and accurate definition, I've written it down on a piece of paper. And I'm going to read directly, and it says, a method of gaining free exposure by hijacking a popular trend. If you want to put it in layman's terms, Greg, it's jumping on the bandwagon of a trend and using the exposure that the original thing is getting in order to try and help and promote 
the music that you're doing. So, what was the trend tracking that you were... What bandwagon were you jumping on? What bandwagon was I jumping on? Well, around about um, Christmas time, um, there are some what we'd probably call landmark Christmas television advertisements. It's it's very much a tradition in the UK that, that popular stores, popular retailers create almost the equivalent of event television, but in the adverts making a... Um, making a, um, a Christmas advert using a cover version of a popular piece of music and creating a, um, like I say, a, an advert which is a significant landmark in popular culture, so much so that people can't wait to see this particular album. It's like when Beyonce drops an album. It's like, oh, I can't. People might be constantly searching for it, hoping to catch it. The minute that it goes out. So myself and um, one of my musical colleagues decided to do a, a musical side project and create a spoof version of uh, one of these adverts. So we created uh, our own uh, custom cover version. We created using library stock footage, a, um, a video which was a fake version of the advert, which could almost sort of just accompany this particular song as a, as yeah. a sort of a standard music video. And our idea was to try and jump on and take account of all the search traffic for that advert and try and use that traffic. And because we were able to publish our song and our video uh, a good seven days before the actual yeah. video came out, we had seven days worth of people searching for what they thought would be the original advert, getting instead to watch our uh, music and advert and jumping on that particular bandwagon in the process. Now, because we used what we thought were the right search terms in the meta tags on YouTube, we were trending number two on YouTube. Um, I've told you about this this before, and I think we might have mentioned it on the podcast. There's a free Chrome plugin uh, from the people called VidIQ. I don't know whether you uh, you re you remember that or whether we've spoken about it, but um, I think VidIQ do a um, do a paid for service which provides you with lots of statistics and um, analytical data regarding uh, your videos on YouTube and other people's videos. But we were able to um, use vidIQ to have a look at some of the, um, the meta tags within existing adverts and find out what the popular trending tags were that people were using to search for the original advert. And we were able to stuff our video with those tags. Where did you put that information within your video? Um, we just put it within the uh, the meta tag section. You could put you could put it uh, also in the description, but it, it's better in the tags. But we could see because they report back into the tags that you use and how popular those tags are within the whole of YouTube. You can just see how well your video is performing for those keywords right. in relation to all the other videos on YouTube. And as I say, for a couple of them, we were we were number two, which resulted in us getting. Um, 80,000 views in one day at one particular point. 
Uh, now, what that's they... not bad. So, actually, before you carry on, yeah. did you, using vidIQ, because I'm literally, I'm multitasking, which is unusual. You might you might even put a, um, oh, we might even put a, a screen capture of what a, a typical uh, screen on the on Did the you pay for vidIQ, or did nope. you use the... Hello. Do you know me, Greg? No, no, I, I try not to pay for anything if I can possibly help it. No, it, just the free version gives you gives you lots of information when you're entering tags in uh, into YouTube. It will even give you suggestions of other tags that are already out there. That's another great reason to use it. Again, all for free if you're using Chrome, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. And so, like I say, we got seven days worth of all this sort of search traffic. Of course, what we should have done is, if we'd have done this maybe even a week earlier, we'd have maybe got a full 14 days worth. And in the end, we ended up with, uh, I think, 376,000 video views, You know, which is quite good. However, someone else did exactly the same thing as us. Admittedly, they did it slightly different in that they shot an original video. We just used existing stock footage. You did do used... a little bit of original we did, footage. Yeah, we did do, but we, we relied yeah, mostly, mostly... On, on stock footage because, you know, we were, because of uh, social distancing and being able to yeah. get people together at a, at a very short notice. So we, um, how should we say, yeah, we, we, we relied very much on a, on a stock um, footage service. Um. As I said, there was another video that used uh, entirely uh, that used an original song, created an original video. Again, tried to use trend jacking in exactly the same sort of way, billing it as an advert for this particular high street retailer in the same way that we did. So we got just shy of four hundred thousand views. They got three million views, and all because and and they did it three days before us and i think had we maybe done it seven days earlier than, than we did it we would have been able to have a bigger success in our um in our version rather than stopping just shy of four hundred thousand. i think yeah. i think we could have got had we been even a little earlier we could have got a little bit more now some of you might be saying well you know you've got to, well i think the the last music video um that that i put out prior to this I think struggled to get something in the region of about fifteen thousand views in that period of time. So that there's a compare and contrast in yeah. terms of just doing music for for the sake of doing music and creating a particular project, which was designed to take into account and to try and cannibalise all this search traffic to divert ourselves towards um, my particular music. And you probably think, well, you know, you got 400,000 views, Sheldon. Uh, well, that, that's fine. But what, what did it actually um, achieve? Well, the video was monetized. Uh, it went up on my colleagues to the video channel. And I think he got something in the region of about £1,200 uh, just from the revenue from the adverts. Uh, so making... £1,200 for music within the space of a fortnight. That's not so bad. And the thing that I was thinking the other day, Greg, is yep. that in 11 months' time, it's, it's going to possibly do exactly the same thing again. It's possible that, you know, that it is a... Uh, is perennial the right word that I'm looking for? I have no idea. That perennial, it may well be. You know, it might sort of refresh itself and we may be able to do the process maybe with a slight sort of tweak on the thumbnail and yeah. maybe of the description. We can try and sort of refine that so and learn from that. Just 
to clarify, within the description of said video, was there any indication that you were trying to make out it was the real thing? Or were you quite clear in what it was? Um, I, we were, in terms of the title and in terms of the description, we were quite clear that this wasn't the real thing, but we were making references to it in such a way that if people didn't read properly, and we all know, Greg, that people are very hesitant to actually read full titles and read descriptions. Yes. So, so yeah, so we were taking into account the fact that people lead busy lives and maybe they don't read things as much as they should do. You're being very so, polite here. I'm being very polite. And people just sort of click through. And quite a few people uh, were, shall we say, disappointed that it wasn't <laughs> the real thing. But again, you know, we were, we were basically just using this as an exercise just to see if we could, uh, I won't say fool people into thinking our song was the legitimate advert, but just to see what would happen if somebody put up a... And, cause, and the thing is, it was almost like an inappropriate song to use for such a festive occasion. We were basically... Uh, uh, what's the the, the word? And uh, we were punking, we uh, slash pranking the general public, but but trying to be humorous also in, in a similar sort of fashion. So so we were basically just having a bit of fun, but got a lot of views and earned quite a bit of money in the yep. process. Are you actually going to say what song it was that you did? No, I don't think don't think that's particularly relevant. Oh. Because what we're going to do now, Greg, is we are going to give. Um, the viewers and listeners at home may be some ideas as to how they might be be able to use trend Trend jacking within their own music making activities. And I suppose that would partly, that's what the guest that uh, Mr. K, as you call him. uh, Yes, I I, I need to, uh, once this episode is up, I'll be able to, uh, I'll be able to uh, say, would you like to come on our podcast? I'm sure, I'm sure we will. But uh, me, but Mr. K, took uh aware of everyday trends on twitter didn't he? he he certainly did and you know um as as we will as we will see he took into account the 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 mood of of uh, of the nation but the, yes. the, right so the first thing i would do is if you're a twitter user and i'm sure if you're a musician you are a twitter user is to have a look at the trending topics that are there every day on twitter i think there's 30 trending tro- twet had even paid it's very trending topics let's let's go all received pronunciation so have a look at what is currently trending at this moment in time on twitter have a look at those topics and see whether you've got anything in your back catalog that references those topics in any way so i think um it was either last week or of the week before um uh, vitamin d was trending because they were saying that people should take like vitamin d supplements because we're not really going outside enough in order for the for our, for our bodies to make sort of vitamin D. So if, as a musician, you've got a song, say, be about vitamins, that might be an ideal opportunity to uh, do a nice little cheeky tweet and do, um, I see hashtag vitamin D is trending. Oh, and it now might be a good opportunity to uh, for me to mention my vitamin songs and either link to it on the, the Spotify mm-hmm. or link to the sort of YouTube video. And when people search and look, through those trending topics, you they will see your particular tweet, which references people to um, your streaming link or your video link. And you might even want to do that if it's a, a popular 
trend maybe yep. a couple of times throughout the day because these trending topics do tend to have Shift. lots of uh, tweets in mm. the conversation. So that's sort of um, using your uh, your existing back catalogue. And you'd be, I, I, I certainly find myself quite um, surprised at the amount of uh, things that are trending that I'm able to force my band's back catalogue into. But rather than sort of um, rely on your back catalogue, you could um, actually create content which takes into account uh, many different types of trends so for example there are seasonal trends so when, when i think about seasons we talk about christmas greg as a, as, yes. a, as, a, as a musician and an artist you can take uh into, you could create a christmas ep a christmas album and therefore the music that you're making becomes more relevant to more people for that particular period of time don't just think about Christmas, Greg. Um, what about, I don't know, Easter for our American cousins? You could do some sort of Thanksgiving Halloween. EP. Halloween. Uh, ABBA recorded Happy New Year. So uh, as people uh, bring in the new year, no Good. doubt. Yeah, yeah. It's not one of their, one of their bigger ones, but I, they were reaching the end um. of their songwriting sort of prowess. But, you know, you know the, the, you're not going to tell me that the streams of that particular track don't spike up yeah. at the uh, on at the end of December, beginning of January every year. You could record um, summer songs. You could record winter songs. Greg, you may remember that in the UK, Rihanna was number one for a period of nine weeks in one of the wettest summers on record. You're not telling me there's not a correlation between um. the two. Yeah, well, that's a good point. I mean, it's uh, yeah. Was that that wasn't that like one of her first singles? Oh no, no, no. She was quite established by oh, them, okay. but I think that's what took her into the certainly in the UK at least the, the into the icon. Yes, it's it, it, um, she was promoted into the the much bigger league thanks to that. So you know, th there are you know there are seasons that you can uh, take into account of. There are specific events um in, you you could record um a record for maybe your your local football team if they're doing particularly well um lots of well, artists and musicians i see on your notes you say Go football on. world cup you could do a world cup song if haven't uh, you, know. you actually to be honest haven't you some uh, don't we know someone who's possibly done a world cup song and also a song to do with the olympics I, I, yes, indeed. Trend. That, yes, that's me. I've done all those things in the past. <laughs> Trend jacking to the end. So but it could well be um, a quick song that takes into account current world events uh, or anything that's in the news. Goodness me, Greg, there's a lot of things in the news. And, you know, if you were to very quickly get your instrument out, if you'll, if you'll pardon the pun, get your phone out, quickly record. It doesn't have to be a, you know, a fantastically produced um, musical composition it could just be you performing on a phone if it's about something that's currently in the news right now if you get that out on the socials and enough people agree with the sentiment about mm -hmm. those current news events or those current world events you could see it blow up and again it could you know it could be something that's in the news today it could be something that's just in the general sort of uh, you know conversational diaspora it could be about i don't know climate change you know something that's that's um current and topical and strikes a chord with people and, and this is the thing you know one of the reasons i always use adele as um you know there's not <laughs> 
Adele is tremendously successful. And the reason oh, is. Is, is that, you know, her music and the sentiments within her music strikes a chord within, you know, within her listenership. And if you're finding that your music isn't striking a chord, maybe you need to alter the sort of things that you're writing songs about in order that, you know, they do resonate with, uh, with possibly, you know, a new audience, audience rather than your existing one. Yeah. So, you know, in summary, <clears throat> whatever is popular within culture and general popular culture, I'm saying to the audience at home, can you make a song about it? As a, you know, as a final um, example, uh, there's a, an Irish musician called Gavin Dunn. His artist name is uh, Miracle of Sound. And what he does is he creates songs that are based on popular TV series, popular computer games, films, anything that you know, might be once referred to as maybe geek culture, although as we yeah. know, geek culture yeah. is now sort of popular culture. Mainstream, yeah. Yeah, so you know, if you're if you're currently watching the Mandalorian, you might go, oh, what if, you know, you might be searching for Mandalorian, and then um, or see, oh, is there any songs or any the music that I can listen to? And he's done a Mandalorian <coughs> song, and so that's got hundreds of thousands of views. So Game of Thrones, um, The Witcher, anything, uh, Red or Dead. I mean, I'm not a computer game person, but that's what he does. That's his particular niche. Right. We've, we've talked about <coughs> niches until we're blue in the face on this particular yeah. show. How many, without looking at your notes, Greg, how many views has his YouTube channel have had? Um, well, I know because I've looked at it now, but I'm surprised that that's that. Yes, yeah. it's nearly 320 million. You've, you've, you know, in, in terms of um, getting his songs on the radio, it, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. But his contents, the stuff that he makes has an audience and dearie me it's a very big audience and I mean, and probably he wouldn't mind me saying that he's got that audience because he's making stuff that he you know he's creating he songs likes. about stuff that he likes that other people like and he's you know he's obviously jumping on the back of those particular trends but mm. everybody's happy he's happy that he's getting the views and no doubt he's um his videos are monetized and as we've seen if you can monetize your videos on YouTube mm. and and you can get six-figure views on your videos that results in for what wasn't necessarily certainly for us at least a great deal of work um and these things market themselves greg yeah imagine not having to spend any money in order to uh, get eyeballs on your music and your videos because the search traffic that you hijack and divert to your content does that for you Wonderful, wonderful, and it, yeah, is, was... it is it is impressive. I mean, this is the thing that uh, when you would when you were doing the the thing before Christmas and stuff, and kind of realizing how you know basically how it can become like you know a, a good earner, and you don't have to necessarily just do music. You could do uh, a variety of different content ideas, um, which is I think why I see a lot of artists kind of. Um, when I say indie, I don't mean indie music, but in terms of just independent artists who are doing a lot of, um, you know, tutorial stuff because, you know, it's still views and views. Mm. That's the currency now, isn't it? Yeah. You know, it, it's, we do as artists and musicians, we tend to think very much internally 
and think, right, what would we like to make? But um, I'm sure I've said this on the show before. You've got to think about the audience yeah. and what other people are currently interested in and are you know searching for and are looking for. And if you can create content which complements that, mm. then then you know you can uh, you can ride on the back of other people's successes. You know, hopefully in a good way, in a way which 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 complements the original thing and will benefit the person who's interested in the topic yeah. that they're that they're they're searching for and mm-hmm. they can be introduced to you and i'm not necessarily saying that you that's all you have to do but if you can use trend jacking on one particular topic get new people into your ecosystem and then they'll be able to find out about all your other stuff yeah and as one final point Greg, uh, I don't know whether you know this, uh, but sea shanties seem to be very, very big on, on TikTok at the moment. I did notice that, yeah. Where's that come from? I, I don't know where <laughs> it's come from, but uh, as you well as you know, Greg, we've got one sea shanty in yes, our back catalog, which we are currently in the process <laughs> of re-recording using WhatsApp and mobile phones, and we're going to put that as our first video on TikTok <laughs> in order to trend jack and maybe in a future is this, episode. Is this Cinema Smugglers? It is Cinema Smugglers, yes. I thought Pirate Bernard had been literally... No, no, no. Pirate Bernard, came, Pirate Bernard came back for our, our first uh, ticketed live stream in, oh, in September. Yeah, of course. It just shows you how, uh, how much attention you pay to that particular broadcast. <laughs> you, were probably, you were probably outside having a, having a packet of crisps at the time. So, yes, yeah. so, so we are continuing um, with, uh, I'm continuing with, with trend jacking. Mm. And maybe uh, once we rec- record, I'm, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to expedite it as quickly as possible because I don't know how long it's going to. Um, yeah, how long that trend last. is going it to be reached, trending for? It, yeah, it reached the broadsheets. Um, yesterday, in terms of when we're when we're recording this, so I want to have it online for tomorrow morning, as the morning that we're recording this, just so to see what sort of impact we might be able to make. So, if by will you uh, come back with the feedback and the results, I, I will do. I will do. You know, it might not necessarily do anything, but we're only recording it a cappella over WhatsApp. So, other than my time and uh, my other band members' time, it's not really costing us. Uh, a great deal and it's, it's and again it's it's very lo-fi so it's it's whatsapp video so it's um it's quite a low resolution but you know we're we're just we're just moving fast move fast break things that's what they say yeah in the world of technology so that's what we're doing and so that's trend jacking if there's anything that you would like us to discuss in the 2021 season of 30 minute music marketing stick a comment below uh smash the subscribe button ring the bell whatever all those young people say. Uh, tell your friends about us if you're uh, music makers. Tell us, uh, tell them that we're back and we're going to be rabbiting on about marketing uh, for independent musicians in 2021. And as we say, if there's anything you would like us to discuss and give our uh, comment upon, um, I think this year I'm going to be trying some, some new things in terms of maybe um, advertising to Spotify and seeing how, how that gets on. We, 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 will, we will see where the year takes us. It's great to speak to you, Greg. And you, Sheldon. And and it's good to speak to the viewers and listeners back home. Thanks very much for spending your time with us uh, on the show. We will see you again next time. Take care. Take care. Bye.